I wanted to ask you, what do you think has made you relevant for all these years? Yeah. There's no way we can dwell on defeat. And the minute you start focusing on the simplest of positives that are going well, it's incredible how you then start, the, the list just gets lost. already knew that okay I've lost these clients and they're not coming back and if they do come back um, it's going to be in drips and drives because they've also lost we are all connected so join me as I talk to like-minded people about topics that are appropriate to the current times we are living in. My name is Lerato Shabalala and this is Relevant. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Relevant with me, Lerato Shabalala. It's so um, good to be hanging out with you today um, and I'm just excited for my next guest because she helps people slay okay and i don't mean just slay jay i mean slay for real um remember to catch this conversation with my guest you can go to my youtube channel we all we both both of us try to look cute for you so go to youtube channel and look. yes <laughs> but remember you can also uh, listen to this at work wherever you are on apple Podcasts as well as spotify or wherever else you um listen to your podcast remember to subscribe uh click the like button if you like our conversation and comment spread the word share it with your friends please so i'm excited to introduce you guys to the woman who helps people slay miss khanya mudipa how are you khanya (laughs) i am actually really good um it's a beautiful saturday afternoon so I'm good, feeling wonderful. I just exercised my brain for the past four hours learning Mandarin. So, <laughs> so this is more of a relief. <laughs> no ways. How come you're learning Mandarin? Um, partly because I got dragged into it by my um, sister who is learning Mandarin um, for herself just in general. And I just, I guess I never really, I'm not comfortable just sitting around doing nothing even on weekends. So I figured, you know what, let me dedicate four hours every weekend to learning this language. It turns out it's way more than that because you actually have to practice it during the week too. So I think I want to say we dedicate about 10 hours a week. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. You know, like when the weekend comes, I, that's when I shoot the podcast and sometimes, um, and I'm currently also, um, co-authoring a book so we've just started with interviews oh, wow. interviewing somebody else before you so I work on Saturdays and I've, I'm always like envious of people with time because I'm like oh at least you can chill but I love the fact that you are you are learning that's that's amazing yes so yes. You know, I wanted to chat to you because your um besides the, your life story being interesting um and you'll go into that um last year was very difficult for a lot of people including myself um, particularly because a lot of us ate our feelings and (laughs) (laughs) we ate our feelings and we couldn't go to the gym. And so you had the added Mm. combination of, um, being stuck at home, not being able to go anywhere and not being able to exercise. And so the COVID weight is real. I mean, I'm fighting through it now. Mm. Yeah. What do they say? 
that's me. I'm like trying <laughs> to fight the weight. And actually what happened with you is that you, your prominence into fitness actually came into um, uh, full fruition last year when most people were losing direction, mm-hmm. didn't know what to do. That's when mm-hmm. you came into your own. So can you tell me how a qualified chartered accountant ends up being a fitness and wellness enthusiast? I think it's just something that I actually just fell into, you know, as you said, like the pandemic sort of created an environment where all of a sudden people are chefs, people are fitness influencers, etc. I think the environment allowed for that sort of situation to occur. For me, I've always been a fan of fitness. Um, I share openly with my followers that I struggled with depression and anxiety and yes. this is a way for to help me cope with mental health issues that I have along yes. with therapy. Yes. So I knew that the pandemic could have a massive impact on my mental health. And I, so I felt it was important for me to really um, exercise just for the sake of my own wellness. And yes. what happened was because of the, the level of our lockdown, where we couldn't buy weights, we couldn't get a yoga mat, etc. I needed to oh. become creative. Yes. So what I ended up doing is I was looking at water bottles to use as a weight. I was at one point using a broom to help me with my abs, you know, using a couch for, you know, leg sessions. And I think that's what drew people in is the idea that, you know, if you're really serious about your health and you really want to make a change, then you you can use what you have. Number one is your body itself, right? You can use your body as a weight. And it's really just about giving yourself that 15 to 20 minutes a day. So I just got into the habit of, you know, um, taking videos of that. And um, yeah, people just started following that, I guess, because I just took a very creative way of using weights, of using things around my environment to really get people into working out. And they were like, oh, you know, if I can, she uses a broom, I can use a broom. If she uses a couch, I can do the same thing. So I try to make it as easy and as accessible as, as possible. And I think that's what helped culminate into the Slay With K movement um, that people, the people named it Slay With K. I, I, I don't <laughs> even know how it came about. Really? Oh, so you didn't come up <laughs> Sorry? with it. So you didn't come up with it. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't something that I came up with. It just came. Like people were like, "Yes, say with K," and then I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay that's what it is." You I know, was like, our little community. People were able to search the hashtag on Instagram, so it made it easier for them to find the workouts and do the workouts with me. So we just named it "Say with K Fitness." That's amazing, and I think that for me, it's a sign when people feel like you help them stay. It, it's a sign of the strength of, of what you're doing. So mm. your, your, your following even grew to like 40K really, really, really quickly, right? Yes, like, from 3,000 at the beginning of the year. <laughs> imagine. And, yeah. and what do you think was the, was the thing? And not just because of accessibility, because let's, let's admit it, exercise is not, some, people would rather go dancing than go exercising. Yes, um, yes, I agree. Club, <laughs> right? I agree, I agree. And there's a there's a there's an issue. So one of the things I had to shift this year, how I used to train was mm. I would tell myself I need 45 minutes minimum mm. at the gym. And what I was realizing is that 
the more senior you get and the more meetings you have, mm-hmm. an hour just was impossible. It's a huge like, ask. It was just like, actually, I can't. And I had mm-hmm. to shift how I was doing things this year. Instead of doing mm-hmm. uh, three times a week, an hour, I now do minimum of 10 minutes, maximum of 20 minutes every single day. And that, and that is the key. So that is what I was going to ask you. Like That is the key. Is that the key? Is that the thing? And That and, is the key. And now I do it. That is the key. You know, I have the, and like I said, because I started in 2019 when I was first diagnosed with anxiety, you know, it wasn't like fitness wasn't something going into the gym wasn't something I was looking forward to. Who wants to wake up and go to the gym? Like, <laughs> it's already something that people wanted to do. But what I started to, I read a book called Atomic Habits, which helps you understand the science behind habits and how your brain forms habits. And I was like, I want to get into the habit of working out five times a week. Somebody needs to explain to me the science behind this. And it is, it is the fundamental reason is behind accessibility. It needs to be as easy as possible for your brain to want to go work out. It must not have any friction. And what I found is the short bursts really keep you motivated versus an hour. An hour feels like a chore, feels like, ah, oh, I do. You know, and the, another thing that really helps is to have a program. I don't want to walk into the gym and still think, how am I going to like work out for my leg, my whatevers? And I think that's what people loved about my workouts is that they don't, they don't need to think. They just need to be present and just follow the workout. That is it. There's no brain work on your part except just following the workouts. I explain what you need to do, how many reps, how many sets, and that's it. And I think also the, the, what made me unique or special or different to other, so many other influences out there is that I'm so relatable in terms of being a professional. I am not a fitness instructor. It's not my responsibility to t- train 10 to 20 people in a day. So yeah. I make a, um, working out as approachable as possible for a professional. I, I don't have an hour sometimes. Sometimes I do. But some, mm-hmm. most times I actually don't. I'm tired. I, I work American hours. So I'm just an exhausted human being. I don't want it to be a chore. It must also be what I tell people is the belief. It all starts with belief, even with a habit. You need to believe you're an athlete. You need to believe you are a healthy person because your brain will not act in a way that is in the opposite of what you believe you are. If you believe you're a lazy person, you will act the way a lazy person acts because that's what your brain believes. If you believe, for instance, that you're an athlete, you'll eat like one, you'll train like one, your actions will will confirm what you believe of of yourself. If you believe you're a late person, then trust, no matter how much time you keep planning for, you're always late. Because you're acting in the way that you believe you are. You are disciplined in who you believe you are. And that's what I tell people when they feel like they don't have enough discipline for working out. It starts in the mindset. You're disciplined in who you believe you are. If you believe you're a lazy person, not healthy, not guess what? That's exactly what needs to happen. So you need to start with that belief. I think one of the things I've learned the most this year, and I love what you're saying, is that Mm. we are creators. We are manifestors. Not only were we made by the creator, we ourselves are creators. And so the world Mm -hmm. that we have around us is as a result Mm -hmm. of our work, Mm -hmm. which we don't Mm -hmm. want to do. Nobody wants to Mm -hmm. do Means, no one wants to be accountable exactly <laughs> because it means yes you must- because you're creating self-fulfilling prophecies exactly. all the time in exactly. everything there are very few t- 
times where your circumstances are genuinely creating the situation that you find yourself in. And even then, you have the choice in your approach to your circumstances. I didn't choose that a pandemic happened to me, but how I approach the pandemic exactly. determines the reality that I'm going to live versus exactly. your reality. Exactly. And, 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 and that's what I also realized. I was like, you know what, you've got to, you're living through a pandemic. You cannot train the way mm-hmm. you train. You have got to mm-hmm. have rituals that you do, mm-hmm. uh, which is start with meditation. So you focus your mind and you mm-hmm. figure out what you're going to do with the day. Then you do exercise and then everybody else can then take the rest of your time. Right. So then you pay yourself first. Exactly. But at least the you pay first, yourself first. Yes. At least the first. Yes. Hour. That's the accountant in me. Pay yourself first. <laughs> <laughs> and you pay yourself with your mental health first. Yes. Because if that is compromised, your approach to anything in your life, you'll start seeing that if you have an unhealthy approach to your mind, your health, it permeates in all areas of your life. That's why when you find yourself working out five times a week, everything else starts to be in order, strangely enough. Like things just miraculously work because you are, first of all, helping your body with endorphins, which gives you a positive outlook, even when things look very bad. You just already start the tone of the day even in a pandemic, with a very healthy and happy mindset. And that continues throughout the day. Although I cannot really prescribe to people when they should work out, for me, it has helped me to work out in the, in the morning because, again, it sets the tone for the day. And paying yourself first is the ultimate gratitude that you're giving to your body because this is the vessel that helps you to fulfill all of your dreams. Mm. If you don't take care of it, what is the purpose? of going after your dreams if you're going to die at the end of it. You <laughs> exactly. Know? So you need exactly. to take care of your mind and then your body and everything else will follow. And I've realized, you know, like I've realized I can get up, especially now when it's been raining in the morning and you're like, oh, <laughs> I, I just cannot. And then I think about how I'm going to feel after. And mm-hmm. I'm, I will get up. I never used to be mm-hmm. this I will mm. do it and I will do it. And at the end of it, like I'll clap for myself. I'm like, ah, it's me. Yes. you know what I mean? Yes. How did yes. you start? How did you start? So, I mean, you, 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 you get diagnosed with um, mm. depression, which a lot of people, um, mm. those issues were exacerbated by the mm. And so then how do you begin to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do? Yes. So what I did is one, I bought, I bought a program, like just anything off of the internet from a person I seen whose body I thought was realistic to mine. That was the other thing. Mm-hmm. Only looking towards bodies that are unrealistic to yours. It is very demotivating. Yeah. You need to look for somebody. I have an athletic physique. I'm not trying to look for a person whose body is hourglass yeah. because I'm going to be very demotivated very quickly. There's only so much exercise can do. Don't let these people lie to you. There's only so many squats you can do to get a certain type of bum. Anything else in that, something was injected. So you need to just follow the, the, you need to be realistic with what body type you want, with where you are in the journey. That's why even other fitness influencers who are, might be overweight are great if, for instance, you are quite overweight. Maybe looking at me is just too demotivating. And what you need to do is follow a program. Maybe if it's a month or an eight week program, which is what I did. And I built my strength over time because it's encouraging when you see yourself being able to grab heavier weights. It also creates routine and it also reduces the friction in your mind because you don't have to keep thinking about new ways to challenge your body. Somebody else has done that work for you. Uh, so that helps me. 
Then the other thing is an accountability partner. So another part of our brains is that we want to belong. As human beings, we do actually care what other people think. So use that to your advantage in this case. If you are in groups of people who are really motivated, they want to work out, et cetera, they're runners. You know, that's why running clubs work so beautifully because mm-hmm. that sense of belonging will help you in days where you're not motivated. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that I can promise every single one of us will go through is no motivation. There mm-hmm. are days where I just don't want no. to do I don't want to. And it's probably more times I don't want to than I do want to. But one, because I've created the habit, the body feels weird not not working out, for me at least. At this point, I work out so often that it feels very strange, even when I don't feel like it, to not move. You know, it's almost like if you don't feel like brushing your teeth every day, but you brush your teeth because you don't you don't want to walk around with teeth that are not brushed. Exactly. That's just the same feeling that you get over time. You need to trust that process will come eventually. And then never rely on motivation. Do not even think that you're going to be motivated to do things. That is why you need to create a system around you, an accountability partner an exercise program, gym clothes that you love, that make you feel good when you go to the gym. Don't always wear the raggedy t-shirt, whatever. Things that make you celebrate your body for what it can do right now. Also, I do, even though there's people who want to motivate themselves with clothes that are smaller or less, whatever, just be careful that it doesn't, you know, create a warped sense of reality too quickly for you. Little by little goes a long way. Maybe if it's just maybe one pants size down, not 10, you know, so then it just gets you that motivation. And then the final thing I please, I beg everyone, leave the scale. Leave the scale yeah. alone. Yeah. It doesn't tell an accurate picture. It will 100% get you demotivated because you are fluctuating in weight. As you are exercising, what happens is you are building your muscles and muscles are heavier than fat. So you're losing fat, but you're gaining in muscle. And you're going to think all of those efforts behind eating healthy and exercise are not working because you're just seeing this number going up. But your body composition is changing so much, so rapidly. Your body fat is reducing. Your muscle mass is increasing. You know, there's all of these other things that even the numbers that a biokineticist can't even um, tell you, for instance, how you see yourself matters so much later on, you know, when you're exercising so much. So what it can do for your mental health also happens. But in the beginning, that Kickstarter, very important, accountability, having a program and making sure that the systems around you are encouraging you to work out. Don't be around people who are like, you'll never make it. Because those kinds of things, they affect your belief. Yeah. You know, when people are just nasty to you, they affect your belief. And then you will always, like we spoke about, that self-fulfilling prophecy where mm-hmm. you're like, it doesn't happen for me. It happens for everybody else. When that's not the case at all, it is possible for everyone. You know, I love what you're saying. So I, there's so much, I've, wrote, I've written so many uh, <laughs> I think are going to be so helpful to people. So I realized I'm not ready to go into a gym. I could I have a medical aid and I could but I'm just not comfortable here during this time. So my lounge, mm-hmm. first time in my life, became the place where I worked out, right? And luckily these days we've got smart TV so you can watch YouTube. And I, yes. and I sat for hours and hours and hours trying to find the right um, uh, people, as you say, which, and I didn't realize it at the mm. time until you just said it now, that I was looking for people who look like me so that I could mm. say, oh, okay, this is where I can be mm. later on. Because mm. I'm pretty motivated mm. certain people. Like, you're very athletic. And I know I will mm. ever, with my African trademark, 
look <laughs> the way you do. But there are certain people who yes. I do are wonderful and fit. And I started um, following, you know, um, those kinds of people. And it's been really, really um, mm. helpful. So can you want to ask you, why, um, why is it um, not an hour a day? Why is it? And I'm not saying you're saying don't, people shouldn't work out an hour a day. Yeah. But what is it about having a minimum time devoted to exercise? What does it do to your, to your body? Like what, what happens? Why is, is, is it that when you get that 20 minutes, it, it kickstarts you and it's easier for you to do it the next day and then the next day and then the next day? Because what I used to find is when I did that 45 minutes to an hour, the next day I needed to rest. I, I could not. Yes. Everything <laughs> was sore. And now, because I stretch before every exercise and after every exercise, mm. I'm able to do it the next day and then the next day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of things. People don't realize that for them to get to the weight that they don't want, it took many days, <laughs> many weeks, many months, many years to get there. So the same way it took you to get to where you are is the same mm-hmm. way you're going to reverse things. Shocking the body, it really does nothing to go cold turkey and because what it does is it it creates stress and in an unhealthy way so exercise is a form of stress which is good but if you are compounding too many things in one go you find yourself really overwhelmed by something it's similar to me learning mandarin it does not help if everyone around me is just speaking to me and i just find myself overwhelmed and i want to give up it's important we learn the basics first before we can continue with so it's not so much the duration in that it makes your body more active, more this, more that. You can go on for as long as, you know, humanly possible. You really can because we have comrades runners who run, who keep running for hours and hours and they're fine. But what you are finding in those 15 minutes is one, building the habit, which is super important because if you don't have the discipline, it doesn't matter that you're working out for three hours on Monday, but then do nothing the whole week. The body loves consistency. It thrives on consistency. It wants that from you. So I never advise people to work out super hard in, on Monday and then leave the whole thing for the week and eat junk and all of these things. What mm-hmm. you're trying to create is a habit. And that is why those short bursts are so important because they make you feel good, but you didn't have to dedicate too much time and it doesn't feel like a chore, which is what is important. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is you can really maximize your workouts. There are things like compound movements, like when you're doing a squat, when you're doing lunges, where you're targeting different types um, of muscles in one movement. So you're maximizing the time that you're putting in and how much energy you're expending. And then the other thing that many people don't want to think, think about is exercise only contributes about 20% to your overall well-being. The 80% is the food. I mean. <laughs> Move as much as you want. If you're not eating healthy, your stomach is the first thing that will tell on you. Girl. The stomach is the place that will tell Girl. on you that you are moving, but you're not eating healthy. <laughs> Unless genetically, there are some people who are just genetically lucky. And you know, yeah. they're just, they're lucky. They can eat whatever and they still have a certain type of body and that is that. But for most of us, especially as women, as we get older, we hold fat around this area, around our stomach area. And the only way to combat that it's through food. You know how many times I keep getting asked, Hanya, how did you get your flat stomach? It's food. <laughs> it's food. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's, not the, it's not the amount of hours that you're expending working out, unless you're a professional dancer, athlete, etc. It's just not sustainable for most of us. And it's a lifestyle. 
So if you treat it like a diet and you keep having this like end date, then you're not actually implementing the habits correctly. You want it to never have an end date. The diet is when you die. Like that's when it ends. (laughs) When you die. So it must be a part of your life, you know, and that's how you make sustainable changes and ones that are realistic for where you are in your life. When you fall pregnant, the way you work out is going to be very different to how I'm working out now who's not pregnant, you know? There's yeah. so many things that your exercise also needs to adapt to the life that you're leading in that moment. It mm-hmm. is not meant to make your life worse or terrible in any way. If you feel like it's a chore, you're probably just not the exercise type and go find an, a, a, a workout that works for you. Like you said, dancing, walking, anything that keeps yeah. your body moving. Our bodies are made to move that is the purpose yes. of the body amen and i love what you said about the fact i'll never forget it that our body thrives on on habits right it's like the moment yes. you have a daily ritual on the day that you don't yes. do it you feel it nobody has to tell you and then people mm. are like oh, what are you talking about mm. like exercise you didn't meditate because it's such a centering part of your yes day right so I know there yes. were who watches because I felt this way and, I, and I, I want to admit it to everyone who's feeling this way. The most difficult thing ever to do in life is to start. The most, no matter what it is, whether yes. it's being healthy, no matter what it is, it is mm-hmm. not, whether it's um, quit, leaving a bad habit, quitting a bad habit. You know, I was just talking to a friend mm-hmm. of mine now who had to completely stop drinking. She had to start mm. And so for people watching us, and I felt this way as well. So people are like, oh, I'll start on Monday because it will be the first. Or I will start in January because it's the beginning of the year. Yeah. Or, I'll start in two months time and whatever the case may be. I decided mm. this year at the middle of January. I was like, it doesn't matter. Mm. I can't even tell you what the day was. It was like the 11th or the 12th or something. Mm. I was like, today's, mm. today's the day. So how mm. people get their minds to, to look at um, you and be like, oh, I should slay with K. I mean, it's amazing. But like, I don't look like her. Where do I start? I'm feeling so fat. What advice do you have mm. for just to start? Just start. I think, like I said, the most important thing before we even get the programs, before... You need a why. And the why needs to be bigger than losing or gaining weight or anything aesthetic because that's going to change as you get older anyway, right? Like, it doesn't matter how many times Serena Williams works out now, her body is different to when it was when she was 19, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's part of life, right? So your why should be bigger than aesthetics. That's why for me, what made me stick to working out was because I needed to take care of my mental health because it permeates in so many areas of my life, you know? So your why might just be, I want to be around for my children's children. That is my why. I don't want to be yet another statistic dying of a heart attack at 42. Another why could just be, if I get COVID, then I am able to have a good chance of surviving this thing because I am healthy. But your why needs to be almost bigger than an aesthetic that you're trying to push because you know the world changes aesthetics all the time. Right now, big booties are in. Then next thing is this. So don't follow what the trend is because you're just going to be dear my God. You need to have a why that is bigger than just your simple aesthetics. That's what's the first thing you need to do and work on your mindset every day. It's not going to come every It's not going to be an automatic thing. But when you make a decision about your life, 
you also need to remember that you need to show up for yourself. Nobody is here to save you. You have to save yourself. Yes. There are things, even God himself requires you to yes. do the work so that yes. he can create the work. For, do you know exactly. that you need to meet your life halfway? There are things that are completely outside of your control, but where you have control, put in the effort and the work. And it starts with your mindset. Ask yourself, what, what feeling do I want to have about myself at the end of the year? I want to be less, less tired. Yes. You know, I want to be able to chase off around after my children. I need to be able to have better sleep, less stress. Yep. All of these things that are not necessarily tangible on numbers. That's what I'm saying. The scale is not your friend. They're not tangible on numbers, but it's how you feel, how you approach your life. And that will help you to achieve so many of your other dreams because you're proving something to yourself when you work out and commit to yourself. Amen. You know what I mean? It, it plays with the idea that you believe you are worthy of everything else too because you feel you're worthy of having a, a body that is healthy. So it's a more of a psychology situation that you need to have an acceptance of before you go into the gym. And it might take you a week or two before you actually formulate that in your mind and accept that for what it is and see it every single day. Put it up in front of you and say, I'm not working out because I want to be good because everyone else says healthy, working out is a healthy thing or whatever. I'm working out because I want to be around for my children. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, you know, get that Mercedes Benz. That I want. You have to be allowed to get the Mercedes. You know? <laughs> there are all of these things that you want to experience of your life. And we, you know, life is short. But it's also very long, you exactly. know? And who wants exactly. to be going through 60, 70 years of chronic pain, of okay. discomfort, of not being able to fit into certain clothes or whatever? You don't want that. It can be really excruciating if you don't put it in the preventative care. Mm -hmm. Because your body, if you don't stop and take care of your body, your body will stop for you. Oh. So you got to decide who's going to stop, you or the body. But by the time the body has made the decision to say, hey, you know what, I'm, actually, I'm calling it quits, it's too late. It's too late. You know, so you don't want it to get there. You're, you know, and especially with young people, I find that we, youth is wasted on the young. Yes. We assume that because we are young, that somehow, you know, we're invincible and these things don't happen to me, et cetera, et cetera. And the truth of that is that no, not really. If you don't take care of your machine, if you don't take care of your body, it will give in on you much earlier than it should. So mm. don't waste your life away, drinking too much and causing so much harm to your liver. These things, your organs need to take you for a long time. Okay, exactly. Take care of them when you are young so that you don't have to pay for it when you're older. Yeah, and the thing is, right, like I'm 41 and in my, mm. my 30s, I was the person who went to boxing three times a week and did Pilates twice a week. I hiked on the weekend. And so I was holding my 41-year-old self to my 30, 29-year-old standard, which is ludicrous. It's insane. Yes. So I had to no, You don't have the energy. No, I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. I'm very senior mm -hmm. level. I'm working until crazy hours, until 9, mm. 10, sometimes midnight. Mm. I, I, that girl had time. This woman doesn't. Mm. Right. So like, mm. I, I guess my last question to you is, and that's why I had to change how I worked out. I was like, sis, I yes. love working out. That's why. I, I, that's what I understood. I will work out. I will work out. Mm. I love it and I enjoy it. So now you've got all these uh, followers on Slay with K. You are gaining traction. The YouTube channel is growing. What is your ultimate dream? Where do you want to see yourself 
um, going in the future? And where, where do you see um, Slay with K going when you're dreaming? Because you, you help people with both finance as well. So you're using your accountancy, but then you also do fitness. Do you see the two merging at some point? Yes, because ultimately I feel like I am fulfilling my calling. And my calling is that when I learn something, I feel, I feel a divine responsibility to share. Yeah, my, I find myself in spaces where most people who look like me are not in, especially yeah. with accounting. You know, you're in boards in America. We're talking private equity things. People who look like me are not there. And I found that I, was, I needed to be, God has taught me these things and I need to disseminate the information. That's mm -hmm. how I, I approach my save with K part of me and I teach people about personal finance because I know financial literacy is not a thing that is, 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 is we can assume of people who look like me. And it's the same with exercising. I think we are living in communities. So many of people of color live in communities that are, you know, they don't, that don't emphasize health like they used to. We are exposed to this fast food. And sometimes it's not ours. It's not because of what we, we chose, but because it's cheaper. It's, it's cheaper to be unhealthy right now. But in the long term, it is unhealthy. And so be knowing the importance of being healthy for a long period of time, I think I have the responsibility, the divine responsibility of sharing it. Because what's the point of you being intelligent if you're only keeping it to yourself? Exactly. You have all this knowledge and wisdom, but you're keeping it to yourself. I could take that to the grave. No one cares about it. You know, exactly. you need to get it out as much as possible. You know, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I share probably too much. But I just feel like at the end of the day, I don't want to have a rich grave. My grave should not be sitting there with all of my dreams. Exactly. It should be sitting there empty. Like I gave everything. And so I feel like my ultimate dream is to make people believe that anything that they believe of themselves, it can come into fruition, provided they give themselves the steps to help achieve that. Because I think so many times we do speak of a very philosophical thing, philosophical things, but we're not giving people the how-tos, you know, to get there. Mm -hmm. Habit forming is one of the biggest things that I preach about on my channel. And that is in savings as it is in health. Yeah. There are certain habits that you can use, you can uh, manipulate your brain to help you achieve certain things. And that's why with the app that I am on right now in Sudor, it's another way where we can help people access things that they previously could not because they just didn't have the money. I don't want you to not be able to work out because you can't go to version active or you can't afford a personal trainer. We are right there. We are here to help you. So my ultimate dream is to help people get to where they want to be and be able to whatever they've learned through my savings principles and my health principles to, to implement them in other parts of their lives, their relationships, etc. So for me, ultimately, I just want people to feel good about themselves to know that they are worthy of everything under the sun, provided that they learn how to use their habits, their skills, et cetera, to be the best version of themselves. That's so amazing. You know, Maya Angelou said, when you learn, teach, right? And that's what teach. you said. When you learn something, you teach um, others. Yeah. I think it's like the most yeah. phenomenal thing. Yeah, it's, um, it's important that we lean into ourselves more so many people ask you about what is your purpose what is your purpose you'll find your purpose when you lean into yourself not when you're trying to compare yourself to other people lean into yourself pay attention to your interests things you hate things you like and that's what this pandemic is giving us that opportunity to pay attention to ourselves and you will find your calling you'll find the thing that 
gets you to take you don't need to get paid for this exactly. this is something that just comes out of you regardless exactly. and that is the thing for you it might be talk and interviewing people and learning so much and disseminating this information that i'm giving to you to other people too that's the thing right and that's why i i, I started this podcast it's exactly exactly mm-hmm. exactly for that reason no, I, know, I, said, I said that was my last question, but um, I couldn't let you go without asking you about Sudor. Um, uh, people wondering uh, what it's spelled like is S-U-D-O-R. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, Sudor and how it works? Yes. So Sudor is the, the brainchild behind Sudor is the idea that exercise should be accessible to everyone and it should be affordable to most people, you know. And the idea, again, is to make sure that even in a pandemic where you have no access to the gym, you still have access to your body and you can work out. The beautiful thing about Sudor is that you are able to work out with some of your favorite trainers. I am on there. (laughs) And, you know, every trainer has their way of communicating to people and working out. There are some trainers who are focused on yoga. I am, for instance, focused on home workouts. Um, And that's really just to, that's the language that I speak. That's how I feel that my followers are, the the, the stuff that they're interested in. So that is what I present to them. And Sudor, the beautiful thing about it is that even if you've chosen me as a trainer, if you one day just feel like doing yoga, you can clearly, you can use any other trainer there. So even though you've chosen one trainer, you have an opportunity to go and train with other people too. And it's a monthly pres- uh, subscription. You're also given the op- opportunity to do an annual subscription, which is even cheaper. And for most most times, I would say it's even cheaper than your monthly gym subscription. And what I love about the fact that I, as opposed to just working out on YouTube and actually paying a subscription, is there skin in the game? You don't really want to waste your money when you know that there is, I put my money into this. And I should probably work out versus if you know it's on Instagram, you're like, ah, it's fine. I can skip today. I can skip tomorrow. I can skip the month because you're not losing anything. When there is skin in the game with any habit, you're a little bit more motivated to want to actually complete this. And the wonderful thing about Sudor is also that they have challenges. So I have the Love Your Body Challenge that was around, which was the month of February, where I gave people 16 workouts that they can complete over four weeks. So it's four workouts a week. And it was around 15 to 20 minutes each. So it gives you that sense of completion. You get a, a certificate at the end. And yeah, there are so many ways that we are prompting people to working out. We're also talking about um, sharing what I eat again, so that we don't take away that component of diet and working out too. Yes. And then there will also be a part where I will be talking to people about motivation why you shouldn't rely on it. Just because it is a holistic approach that we need to have when it comes to working out and feeling healthy. If your mind is not okay, if your body's not okay, if you're not, you're not eating properly, it, it, it starts to have this domino effect on other parts of your life. So with Sudor, it is, it's wonderful in that it is easily accessible to anybody. They can just use my link on my Instagram um, to, to sign up. They have a seven day free trial, which is also beautiful. So they can try it out and see whether there's something that works for them or if it doesn't work for them, that's okay too, you can end it. And then every month you have the opportunity to end a subscription if you are, have chosen the monthly subscription. That's incredible. So it's meant for people like me. I didn't realize yes. I love working out from home. Um, this week out of the five days, only one I didn't work out and that's, um, like, I think it was the day after my birthday. I didn't party, but I had a 
hectic, hectic um, yeah. day with uh, work, you know? And so yeah. everything, so the most important thing that I needed to handle um, the next day was my mind. You know, I was like, yes, your rest. Body, you know, like I'm learning to listen to the body. Like Ekatole yes. co- says, go, go, says, go within your body. And it's like, when you are within your body, your body tells you what it wants. It will say to you. Rest, rest is rest. important because yes. you can't actually build your muscles anyway without resting. They do need that period of recovery because you are tearing your muscles every time you work out. Yes. And for them to grow bigger, they need that rest period because you're eating proteins, which fills up the little holes. And then that rest and recovery period allows your muscles to grow bigger. So you can't work out your legs five times a week. That is not going to help you grow bigger. So rest is imperative. It's important. It's just as important as the working out part. And I loved what you said about um, my, my, the, favorite Pisces Erica Badu calls them the five doctors you know um she says obviously food the number one thing if it's green it's amazing exercise move in some way when we say exercise when you guys are listening to me and Kanya don't be literal just move your body right just so, move just move <laughs> right move yeah um and uh spirit is is one of them find your yes. own thing um, that spiritual practice spiritual practice uh, drink water um you know yes oh, <laughs> you drink water because and you know when you work out it prompts you to drink water yeah you have because no i really suck at drinking water yeah. so if i if i that's the only time i'm going to be drinking water is when i work out so that's my way of drinking water. exactly exactly i can't wait for those intervals <laughs> when it was like okay you've got 40 seconds to rest and i'm like yes and i'm back you know um so that's that's really crucial for people who obviously it's at Slave with Care as well as uh, King Kanya ninety one um, on Instagram. But if people are looking for you, where can they um, um, find you if they just want to connect with you um, and and um, interact with you? Yes, most of my loves I do communicate with them on my Instagram. It is, I'm very active on Instagram. I answer my DMs. <laughs> I, I just feel like I, I don't know. I just can't leave a DM hanging. <laughs> I have to answer it. I know. So yes, you guys can find me on my Instagram at kingkanya91 or on my two separate profiles. If it's uh, money related, budget related stuff. I know we didn't speak too much about that, but if you have anything with financial health, speak to me on Save With K Finance. But if you want to speak to me, all things fitness related, it is Slay with K Fitness. And both of these platforms are written in my bio under at King Kanya 91. Please show your faces. Please tag me. Yes, I love to, 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 to interact with people. And then I'm also on YouTube where I get more of a financial, personal um, finance um, breakdown. I do a lot of that on my, on my YouTube. It's just Kanya Mudipa. Let me tell you something. Our next conversation is going to be about money. Um, yes, I wanted to. That's my favorite conversation: yes. women and money. Money. Like, like, the, I don't want women to feel some type of way about listen, the bag. <laughs> the first podcast of this year was about money because yes, when you realize how your mind um, affects absolutely everything else, you realize how you treat yourself is how you treat your money. So if your money is clenched up, uh, and it's, it's not sitting properly, 
you don't respect it. The money won't respect you right back, right? So yes, I, we need I, to have that chat. <laughs> so I wanted we to, need to have that. I get excited about that chat because <laughs> it's such a taboo subject. Like health and wellness is like a yes, of course, but money is like oh, you shouldn't talk about how much you're earning. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially people of color and especially women. Yes, women. Yes. Now for us to have financial freedom and to understand money. You know what I mean? Not to put away. Yes. So like the yes. next time I see you, we are talking money, money. We're going to talk about money. <laughs> wealth and health. That was the theme for this year. Yes. Wealth and health. Wealth and health. And oh, I just want to yes. Because your money also affects your mood. Oh, if yeah. you're in a bad financial situation, you're not going <laughs> to feel like working out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're just going to be like, no. You know, I want to just thank you, Kanye, for being um, yes. um, an amazing advocate for us, you know, us um, mm. people of color, particularly women of color. And um, our people really, we have not been encouraged to work out because for so many of our people, mm-hmm. um, People had to walk to certain places. People still, even now, yes. walk far to work. Everything is difficult. And so when you finally get money or some kind of influence and affluence, excuse me, and a car, you're like, oh, I'm never going to do that mm. again. And yes. yet, that's what our bodies need. And what you do, what you've mm. done is to teach us that anybody can, that you don't even have to take hours and hours, that 15, 20 mm. minutes dedicated to yourself and your body. Mm. And working out doing some kind of movement is so good for your mind so i want to thank you for doing that because we need more people like you i think the reason why you got more followers is because while people were struggling through a pandemic you were hope hope that they mm. can rise out out of the situation mm. that's and rise up to be something much better and feel better about mm. it's not about losing weight it's not about feeling mm-hmm. into jeans it's about the endorphins and what it's going to do for your mind and transformed mm-hmm. your life. The fact that you transformed yes. your life is yes. a wonderful thing for the rest of us. And I just want to thank you. I hope that um, you know, I hope that you get more and more and more. And I'm so grateful. I can't wait to see you when you're 41 because you're this young. <laughs> And you're just so amazing. You're learning so many different things. You're teaching me things. I'm, I'm grateful for the time and for the energy. You are a wonderful spirit. Continue wearing your heart and your sleeve. I do too, um, because the truth shall set you free. There's no point. You know, Brene Brown talks about being vulnerable. That's it. Yes, my, that's one of my favorite books. I <laughs> love her. Love her. I love yes, her. Love her. You know? So podcast. It was amazing. I love her podcast. I, I, I watched her TED talk. I watch it maybe yes, every on other month mm. on shame. It's amazing. And mm. I, um, I guess I, I want to say everybody to everybody watching us that start, just start. You're yeah. never really stuck, guys. Exactly. You're never really stuck. Never. Really. You just need to change your perspective. You're never really stuck. Exactly. Um, so remember, just support her. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm going to do the same as soon as I'm done here. Um, and subscribe to this one, too. <laughs> I'm going to do exactly. It's free, guys. Exactly. It's free. <laughs> this for free. Mahala. Free. Mahala. You don't have to do anything. Mm. 
thank you, Kanya Mudipa. You're amazing, amazing, amazing. And and guys, don't just subscribe. If you liked our conversation, like comment, share, share say to your friend, look at what these women are doing. Look at what these two beautiful black women are doing for us. Share it. Mm. We, we just want to share what we've got with you guys because ultimately mm. it's about sharing and learning, mm -hmm. teaching. So Kanya, disseminate that information. Get, get it out there. Exactly. It's, your, it's your divine responsibility to share and share and share. It is, that is your responsibility. To whom much is given, much is required. So, so I remind really myself need to do that. Of time. Uh, you know, I remind myself, like, my birthday this year was tough because I was working for the first time ever. And I was like, you know what? To whom much is given, much is required. And we've been yes. getting blessings and blessings and all that is required of us is to take care of our minds and our bodies and the people around us and our environment. And we'll be happy, mm. you know, so Kanya, thank yeah, you. Yeah, and I just so want to quickly thank you too for creating this platform for us to be, having, to be having this conversation. It is important that people who look like us have a platform where they can, you know, share, you know, that it's possible because you can't be something that you don't really see. And people, when they see us, maybe they'll be like, oh, I can do it too. So thank you for honoring your calling because it's difficult to start. <laughs> So thank you for honoring your calling and listening to your instincts and vibrating. I feel like we're vibrating on the same energy oh, level. Oh, you don't even know right now. We have the same frequency. Exactly. So thank you for being open to the calling that is in your heart because this is what you have created, a beautiful platform that I hope will continue to grow and inspire and change lives because this is something that will live on much longer than you are. And that is the purpose of life is to create something that will live longer than you. So thank you. Amen. Oh, Hanya, you don't know what that means to me because literally when I found out that my calling is to speak to people, I was like, I will do it for nothing. I will do it yes! for nothing. Nobody has to pay me. I we're, we're a chatting type, you and I. <laughs> yes. I love talking. <laughs> I'm like, I will talk to people like because of that fulfillment. And I just, I can't wait to talk to you again. It'll be sooner than you think. We need to have that. I'm excited. You are amazing and thank you, bless you, bless you. And you are amazing. Thank you, thank you. You're amazing. It is Slay with K Fitness on Instagram. King yes. Kanya91 on Instagram. Follow, mm -hmm. like, subscribe, like, get your fitness on. Get like get it right. This is the year. Get your money on. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you so, so much. much. Chat soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed my um, conversation with Kanya Mudipa, um, remember to um, subscribe to Relevant. Uh, we are on YouTube. Uh, share, like, hit the notification button so that you know when the next uh, podcast is coming. Yeah. And like, let's connect. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, let me know what you like. Tell me if there are other people you'd like me to interview. I am open. Remember, I am Lerato uh, TJ on Instagram as well as Twitter. Till next time, guys. Bye.